You're listening to What's New with Wired. This episode is brought to you by ShipStation. You know, some things take a lot of work, like sending little robots to far-off distant planets. And just as that's challenging, so too is running a successful e-commerce business, especially when there's so much to do. So I want to introduce you all to ShipStation. Now, I love using ShipStation because of its easy-to-use dashboard, which makes managing orders and printing labels a breeze and super smooth. Oh, and the customer service is just out of this world. It's exactly what you need to help grow your business. Sign up for your free 60-day trial at ShipStation.com slash technews. That's ShipStation.com slash technews. This podcast is supported by Tools and Weapons, the podcast hosted by Microsoft Vice Chair and President Brad Smith. Each episode features insight you won't find anywhere else from the center of the conversation surrounding emerging technologies like AI. Right now on the podcast, you can hear a special episode where Brad Smith lays out Microsoft's vision for a vibrant marketplace driving the new AI economy. To hear more, follow or subscribe to Tools and Weapons with Brad Smith wherever you get your podcasts. Hey there, this is the Spoken Edition of Wired. The Exhilarating Art of Landing Planes in Crazy Crosswinds by Alex Davies The next time you feel like complaining about flying, so, the next time you fly, a report this morning from a pilot landing at Dulles International Airport in Washington, D.C. should put things into perspective. Very bumpy on descent, pretty much everyone on the plane threw up. Pilots were on the verge of throwing up. The members of the cleaning crew assigned to that wretched and wretched-upon bombardiered regional jet were among the many victims of the nor'easter currently slamming the east coast. Winds as fierce as 70 miles per hour have downed enough power lines to leave 450,000 in the dark, forced officials to suspend rail service and close bridges, and thrown planes about like a baby whacking the mobile above its crib. This kind of storm is no fun for anyone, except maybe the pilots. It's kind of fun, says Doug Moss, a commercial pilot and aviation consultant. Even if the people outside the cockpit didn't think so, I'm sure it scares the living daylights out of them. When they're cruising, pilots can avoid most turbulence with a slight change to the flight plan, but the runway is where the runway is, and there's only one path from the air to the ground, which can mean having to land in crosswinds that can push planes to and fro. That may look scary, Moss says, but for a competent pilot, it's just a matter of crabbing and slipping. When the winds are calm, coming in to land is a matter of lining up with the runway as you gradually slow down and lose altitude, and lifting the nose, that's called flaring, at the last moment to reduce your vertical speed and soften the impact. A heavy crosswind, however, will push the plane off course as it makes its approach. When you crab as much as you approach, you point the nose of the plane to the left or the right, angling into the wind. The plane is flying sideways, in a sense, the way a crab walks, but doing so keeps it on course. As you shed altitude and speed, you'll turn further into the wind, using a mix of experience and trial and error to find the right angle. When you're just 50 or 100 feet above the ground, about to lift the nose and put rubber to runway, you switch techniques from the crab to the slip, which means using the rudder pedals to swing the plane so the fuselage is parallel to the runway, the way it would have been from the beginning in calmer winds. Now, to counteract the crosswind, you use the ailerons, those hinged bits near the tip of the wing, to bank the aircraft, tipping the wings into the wind. Because the plane isn't quite level, you may put one set of wheels on the ground before the other. That's why different planes are certified for landing at different crosswind speeds. 
aircraft differ in what structural forces they can handle when landing in suboptimal-optimal conditions. It's a real finesse maneuver, Moss says. The art of flying is doing all that smoothly enough to keep your passengers safe and their barf bags untouched. And while modern autopilot systems can do a lot of this, they only work up to a certain wind speed. The most galing of gales call for a human touch. That's why pilots start training to make these moves as soon as they start training to fly. By the time you're an airline pilot, you're so used to them that it's second nature to you, says Brian Sturzemkowski, an instructor at Ohio State University Center for Aviation Studies. Much of that training happens in simulators, where pilots refresh their skills every six months or so. Like the simulator, real-life landings come with second changes. If the pilots come in at the wrong angle or just don't feel comfortable going for the landing, they can always get back up on the throttle, climb back up, circle around, and try again. One thing I always try to stress to my students is always assume that every landing is going to end in a go-around, Sturzemkowski says. If you're always planning to do it, you're not surprised when you have to make that call. Even with experience in the cockpit, crosswind landings can easily go sideways. Witness this Lufthansa Airbus A320 clipping a wing on the ground before climbing back into the sky for another go. That's why airlines, the most nervous of Nellies when it comes to the questions of safety, undertake an even more dramatic maneuver when the winds get bad enough. They keep the planes on the ground. On Friday, airlines canceled about 3,000 flights because of the nor'easter giving lots of passengers and more than a few fun-loving pilots something new to complain about. Jack Stewart contributed reporting. Want to learn how you can make smarter decisions with your money? Well, I've got the podcast for you. I'm Sean Piles, and I host NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast. Our show features our team of nerds, personal finance experts in credit cards, banking, investing, and more— and they'll help you make the most of your money while cutting through the clutter and misinformation in today's world of personal finance. You'll get clarity on strategies to help you build your wealth, invest wisely, shop for financial products, and plan for major life events. Listen to NerdWallet's Smart Money Podcast wherever you get your podcasts.